0: Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to your Circle of Influence. I'm your co host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are delighted that you are here because we're going to get into the nitty gritty today. With our, with our topic, creating content that your audience wants to consume. Now, what you may not see in the title when you opened up this episode was our parentheses. We put in our parentheses without proselytizing or navel gazing. And Amy and I had a giggle about that. Because- yeah, because I had no idea what she was talking
1: about. I was like, what is navel gazing? <laughs>
0: The the last time that we had this conversation, Amy, you said to me, you lost me at proselytizing, but what the heck is navel gazing? I was (laughs) like, ah, this is going to be funny. (laughs) So this is going to be good, especially amongst you smart people. This is for you, smart people. So just so so that we can be operated from the same sheet of music, proselytizing is kind of like trying to convert someone. Mm -hmm you know, trying to, or, or convince them of something, right? So you get kind of preachy. And then navel gazing is is a little bit like um, just kind of being self-absorbed and making comments about your own thoughts, et cetera. It's kind of self-indulgent, right? So So there's a difference between being self-observation, impartial self-observation, because that requires reflection and it requires that you take action on your own feedback. But navel gazing is kind of self-indulgent. It's just kind of like... Talking smart for the sake of sounding smart, not necessarily because it adds any value to anybody else, right? And so you want to avoid those two, (laughs) like the plague, when creating content that your audience wants to consume. The thing that you want to lead with is how is this going to make my audience's life or business better, faster, more money, um, easier to handle, less uh, pressure? Or how are you going to make your audience's life more impactful because you're sharing this content, and part of that may be about creating relationship with you, right? Because you want to you want to build that no like and trust factor, uh, but mm-hmm. but not too much, not too much though. Do you know what I mean? My little my little Dominican accent came. Out I have so bit.
1: many things to say about this. Yes, go for it. So
0: many things to say about this. So,
1: okay. Go for it. I've been going through this with my YouTube channel recently. Mm-hmm. So um, I've had my YouTube channel for a couple years and it's done okay, but it's not like picked up and been amazing. And like, I can, you know, I can get my videos to rank, um, for keyword research and I can get like, there, there's numbers on the back end that they all, you look at it and you're like, Oh, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. And so I went and I was like, you know what? let me look at the biggest channels out there and see what they're doing. And they're not business related. So when I, this is the other thing, when I look at my channel versus my competitor's channels, I'm like, I don't understand why my, my content's not performing as well as theirs is because it's just as good. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, what's the difference? So I, I took a step back and I was like, I'm going to look at the top performing YouTube channels out there and I'm going to see what they're doing. And, um, and look outside of my industry. And there was a couple things that I noticed. Number one, they love their content. Like they are having so much fun while they are making their content that you can just see. It's something that they are doing from a space of, they all made channels based around what do I want to do the most, right? Like there's so much, um, personal satisfaction in it. Mm -hmm. The second thing that they do is they create really watchable content. Like you want to keep watching because they're telling a great story and it's, it's not just educational and it's not just informative. It's like, how do I present this content in a way that people want to consume it? How do I like deliver, like, you know, when there's a difference between if I make you know, food at home and everyone slops it on their plate versus you take the same food at a restaurant and it's really beautifully presented. It's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, these are fancy mashed potatoes, but they're (laughs) just mashed potatoes. Right. But like, but they're arranged and you know, the vegetables are laying across, like, it's just, it's fancy versus not fancy. And so I went back through and I started re um, re re-envisioning my content. So for example, if I was going to teach people how to do something. It was like, okay, so what can I do in order to teach instead of it, just be me talking and teaching. These are the tips for how to do this thing. How can I present this in a way that there's like some you there's some watcher buy-in that at the very beginning, they buy into a story and we're going on a journey together and they are invested. They want to stay until the end. How Mm -hmm. can I create that? Mm-hmm. How can I make it fun? How can I enjoy filming this content more? And, and then also how can I make these like watchable TV episodes? And so it's been really fun to go through this re, uh, revamp of my YouTube channel. And I'll tell you kind of some of the things that we came up with is as we were talking through things, I was like, you know, what's fun. What would be so much more fun is to actually watch a business owner do this and, and like watch the results that it creates. And so instead of it just be me, telling you, this is what to do. What if I tell you what to do? And then I'm actually working with a business owner on this. And you're getting to see what the experience was like and feel their drama of like, Oh my gosh, I hate this. Like this was the worst thing I've ever had to do. And then get to where yeah. like, okay, it wasn't that bad. And I loved it because <laughs> it worked, you know, like yes. actually get to see that experience. And so, um, it's made me really think through all of the content that I'm creating across multiple platforms and recognize that there's a lot of time that we're talking for Mm -hmm. our content. We're talking, I'm doing air quotes right now. That is just hot air. We don't really care about what we're saying. We're just posting because we need to post for the algorithm. And so my question is, how can we look at our content from a different Way and create content that is both what you're talking about, Monica, where it's like this is what the clients are asking for, this is what they want, it's geared towards them, mm-hmm. but also how can we reimagine it so it's fun to watch, it's fun to engage with, and it's fun to make. Like, mm-hmm. I just got done uh, doing a which is why I wasn't on Clubhouse with you last week, I was filming with my film crew. We laughed our butts off every (laughs) single day that we were filming. Mm -hmm. We had such a great time. It was so fun. It was so creative. I mean, it was just like a joy to produce that content. Whereas Mm -hmm. in times past, when I've gone to create content, it's like, okay, I got to sit down and I have to write four blog posts, you know, Mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. like, okay, well, what are the SEO search terms that I'm going after? And how do I write the blog post about that? And it's like, it just can get to the point where it's so robotic and efficient that I just just think we gotta follow the rule. If you're not having fun making it, they're probably not having fun consuming it.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so, and and that goes into just like the energy of creation. And I remember when I was pregnant with my daughter, uh, this was many, many years ago, she's a grown person now. But when I was pregnant with my daughter, a friend of mine from high school was pregnant at the same time. And she was having a really stressful time with her partner. And was having a really stressful time just in general around the pregnancy, around her f- relationship, around money, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas for me, my pregnancy it was one of the happiest times of my life. I was relaxed. My marriage was going great at the time, et cetera, et cetera. And you could tell in the temperament of our babies what hmm. was happening for us energetically as mothers because it kind of passed through to the temperament of our babies when they were born her baby was very colicky he was very like just insufferable uh you know like he just he, you couldn't find like a good skin to be in kind of thing you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: whereas sarah was just a very happy like oh life is just wonderful just sit me here and I'll entertain myself kind of person Um, And the same thing happens with our content. It's also our creation. It may not be a biological child, but it's your intellectual child. And so if you're coming from an energy of when you're pregnant with this creation, you're coming from like, "Ah, I have to, then it's going to feel drudgery to the people that are meant to consume it too. I hope that analogy made sense.
1: It did. It did. So, um, I want to do a challenge on this. I want you to actually go to your content channels, whether, you know, that's YouTube or whether that's, um, Instagram or blog or whatever it is that you're doing, how you're producing your content. I want you to go through and I want you to give an honest assessment of Mm -hmm. which ones you would love as if you were the audience, Mm -hmm. which ones are you actually excited about? um yeah. is your content actually watchable consumable like people are going to be going oh my gosh I want more yeah. or not you know yeah. if it's if it's boring if it's not uh, it is just not thrilling you then it doesn't mean that you go oh forget it, give it up. It means that you get to go back to the drawing board and now you get to watch other great content creators who are doing things that you love and, and watch what are they doing and how can you bring more joy and more excitement into your content? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, if you want to, uh, take my biggest tip, go to the thrift store, buy a Dwight Schrute shirt (laughs) and integrate it being Dwight Schrute into your content because that makes everything so much more fun. I can't wait for that video to come out. (laughs) I literally made a video where I was Dwight Schrute. It was
0: awesome. (laughs) That's great. Um, so here's, here's what I want to say. There's a caveat, um, that I want to say about that. One is that many times you are the expert for your audience. And so what may be joyful for you may be above the heads of the people that you're teaching or coaching or, you know, uh, giving your thought leadership to, et cetera. Uh, And then there are some things that for you are like an of course, like nobody wants to hear me talking about X, Y, Z, because it's an of course to you. But Mm -hmm. for them, it's like, what? (sighs) Right. (laughs) So you and I have had some finance conversations where you're like, what? And I've had conversations like that with many of my friends where they, there was one particular, I'll give you an example. There was one particular friend who you and I have actually, I'm not going to say her name, but you and I have actually interviewed her in the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. She was having some tax issues. And I said, why don't you just offer them? Uh, why don't you call them and tell them that you will not do an offer and compromise. Now I am not an accountant. I'm not a bookkeeper. I'm not an IRS enrolled agent or whatever, but because of my own experiences with taxes, I knew that an offer and compromise is possible. And she told me that because I because of that five minute conversation, she was able to save about seventy thousand dollars in tax liabilities that she didn't have to pay. And for me, it was like, duh. But for her, it was like, are you kidding me? You're sitting on this kind of knowledge and you're not telling everybody. (laughs) Right. And so I just want to I just want to caution everybody that for you, it might be a duh. But I want you to think about it from the perspective of how, again, as I said in the beginning, how can I make my audience's life better, easier, faster, less painful, more profitable, et cetera, so that then you can produce that kind of content.
1: Yeah, so we're we're kind of looking you're coming at it from uh, we different pieces of the puzzle, right? Like you're talking about what actual content should we share and I'm talking about how do you deliver said content. Yeah. So, yes, I agree. It's got to be you have to meet people where they're at. So, your content should be what does your audience need with where they're at right now? And mm-hmm. then I want you to go and I want you to figure out how do I insert my personality into this? How do I make this fun? How do I present it in a way that's unique or That is actually like, would you sit down and watch it? That was the biggest question we started asking ourselves. My team and I is like, would we watch this all the way through? And you guys, to be honest, a lot of times the answer was no. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like, no, I wouldn't watch that. Like I would Mm -hmm. start it because I want the answer to the question. But then as soon as I got to this point where I feel like I had gotten enough, I would stop watching. And so going through and looking at, you know, would I read this article? At what point would I stop reading it? Because a lot of times it's like, yeah. I would want that information, but how do I want to receive it in a way that I'm like I'm in it until the end?
0: Yeah, good stuff, good stuff.
1: Definitely. And now I want to ask that question because you've never told me that before either. Like, I don't (laughs) even know what you're talking about. I'm like, give it to me. We'll we'll talk offline though. We'll talk offline. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, my friends, thank you so much for joining us for another episode today. Challenges, go look at your content figure out, do you love it? Is it speaking to people? Is it working? If it's not, how can you tell a better story and get that message out there in a way people want to consume?
0: Mm -hmm. Let's do this. Thank you everybody for being here. We'll talk to you soon.